Hello and welcome to Seagull Social Season 2, Episode 45. Very, very close to Season 3, can I just add? But I'm joined by the boys, Ben and Maz, and obviously myself. Lads, how are we feeling? We're very, very, very close to the season now. Bit of an up and down one on social media if you're looking at transfer rumours. But Ben, Maz, mate, how are you, how are you doing, lads? Go on, Maz. Yeah, yeah, good, mate. Good, thanks. Yeah, been a busy, busy week. Uh... Been a while, isn't it? Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a while as well, uh, but busy weekend, especially in the, in the Brighton scene as well. A lot of um, potential, well, not potential outgoings. I suppose the big one, obviously, Kukurea, which we'll get onto. But um, yeah, new some new kits and stuff. So yeah, it's been kicking off in the Brighton scene. I'm looking forward to the new season. I'm a bit apprehensive now, depending on who we keep and who we let go of where we finish. Because I was what was it last time you, you, I got asked? I said we'll finish in seventh. Did I say or something? Oh no, basically top. Oh, we'll get Conference League. Yeah. I said so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, my my opinion might have changed. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to um, say, I stuck with 13, so I'm sticking with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, apart from that, yeah, all good, mate. All good. Send, a, send a DM to your mate, Emil Smith-Rowe, and see if he can join us, man. So. <laughs> that's close. Yeah, I'll get him off the Arsenal game, lads. So. <laughs> yeah, that yeah was no, that was, that, that was just surreal, surreal experience. But um, yeah, no, yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah. Yeah, no, it. Up. Yeah, no one, no one saw it. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I hate doing all this kind of stuff. But yeah, I'll, I'll say it. It was... Um, Yes, I was on a shoot with at Arsenal's training ground on Tuesday uh, for All or Nothing, um, coming out on next week at some point. So yeah, we're just doing interviews there, and then like Odegaard was there, Cedric Ramsdale, and I got some time with Emil Smith Rowe. Got to sit down with him for for ten minutes, which was good. And then yeah, he just said that he liked my he saw he seen my content before and he liked it, and I was like crazy. I was like that's <laughs> mad. On. I was like that was mad. Yeah, that was crazy. that was crazy. Um, but yeah, no, really sick. I'm really looking forward to it. Should be out next week. Um, so yeah. But, okay, cool. my, my week was so much better. Um, yesterday, uh, <laughs> we played in Pitch Invasion and we beat top of the table to go first. Oh, mate, it was gassed. What's your team called? I came up with a name. I'm very proud of it. We're called Are You Ready to Lose? Like Jordan, are you? Are you ready then to lose? The French team. Uh, now you when you sort of explained <laughs> it it's really it, good Ben actually that's a classic <laughs> it, was, really it was it was better I think if we if you've written it down I think that would yeah it looks a lot but it reads yeah, better yeah, it yeah. Reads. are you ready yeah, yeah. that would be better and obviously this week we've been trying for like five days now to record an episode I think we me and Ryan and Mate. we had meant to have a guest on Luke failed uh, Ryan's Wi-Fi shock and we meant to record Wednesday or Thursday we couldn't shock and we went to record that yesterday didn't shock and now today finally we've made yeah, it finally. five minutes in and we might actually be able to record a podcast for the first time to be fair to together. be fair as you can see i'm actually if you're out watching it on spotify or youtube i'm actually a new surrounding so i had a, a valid reason not to film the other day because this was a complete like bomb site but here we are finally mm-hmm. in a new New yeah, studio you're in the, space. Court, you're in the BT thing. Studios, Ryan. We're, we're pretty much, you know, big time now. Call me like upgrading from your mum's hairdressing room. <laughs> on on <laughs> yeah. Monday, Ryan had to. Ryan was in his hairdresser, mum's hairdressing yeah. room. Was like, we've done a podcast in every single room in his house at this point. It's it's finally, time we're actually, in his room. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's no, it's good. Anyway, oh, boy, and Fatboy Slim. Waffle. Sorry, <clears throat> went Fatboy oh, Slim. Yeah. That was class. Saw yeah. so many people that watched the podcast as well, which was class. Helped that I was wearing like a wavy Brighton shirt. But yeah, so many, so many people were bigging up which is sick so if I saw you yeah. shout out shout out your you lot it's good, nice. good big up. great luck big up, we, the, only, the only exciting thing I've done in recent times because I was taking cash for about two weeks was Sam Fender who was actually unreal oh so man, I was you, so jealous you, oh mate Sam Fender's mate, different level he was so good uh, second time I've seen him so yeah can't recommend seeing him enough but anyway 
Um, let's talk about the Albion then, boys, because obviously we've had a couple of friendlies. We played Brentford, we played Reading. I'm not too fussed about going into every single detail about it, but obviously, because, you know, it's a bit, a bit boring, to be fair. I don't, I'm not a fan of friendly. I don't know about anyone else that's listening, but I don't like friendlies. I just find them so boring. If I had my way, I just wouldn't go to them. Boring to watch, but the only thing that's exciting is when you get to see the new faces and get to see new people yeah. mixing together. That's kits. literally the only thing. It's and the kits, yeah. Like well, no, watching it, the USG stream, it was dead. It was nil nil. But we played two different elevens, and it was good to see new faces. Mm. But yeah, again, it is boring as fuck. It's just mm. to build up match fitness, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, literally. Literally. Mm. Um, well, we'll talk about Reading and Brentford anyway because uh, Brentford beat us one nil. Uh, it was a Sherpa mistake. Ivan sure. Tony scored the goal. Um, yes, he's not a great time. Three goalkeeping, and... three goalkeeping mistakes in three games and yeah, last season. Well, well, according Sanchez to who scored. Yeah, two well, two moments. One against uh, Estoril, and then one mm. against um, Reading. But yeah, so last season Sanchez went a whole season without making any mistakes, according to WhoScored.com. And then we've already got three and three in the preseason. Just, <laughs> obviously, against Estoril, but um, it means nothing. He like tried to do like a karate kick to clear the ball, completely missed it, and then he tapped it in. Yeah. And then against Reading, I think he tr- misplaced the pass, went straight to their defender, then Dunk gave away a pen, and yeah. then Sherpen kicked the ball against a Brentford player and then like sweaty goal to Tony and then Shane Duffy actually like tried to fucking save it with his hand which was the hilarious yeah. thing. It was like a screenshot of him diving to try and save it but it obviously failed um, yeah. so yeah not a great start for the, the goalkeepers uh, in pre-season no. let's hope they're getting all the mistakes out now so that yeah, next season they've got none let's get out of can we can we ask I want to ask you guys because everyone's been talking about Solly March he's been sort of the talk of pre-season he always seems to be so good is he actually going to have number seven as his I number? Know, I because not. he's been wearing it this preseason. I, I, okay, I'm not. A, I'm not a Solly March hater. I don't think he's bad. But does he warrant number seven? Mm. I, I just think he doesn't. With his output over the years, he hasn't exactly screamed flair player Earned number it. seven. Do you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although he did not make a Reading player. That was about it. I think. I think for me, obviously. I'm not too fussed about who wears what shirt, to be honest. With you. No. I think it's, just a, it's just a number. But obviously, growing up and like historically, the seven shirt is usually a starter and it's usually mm. one of the better players or, you know... Yeah, like, like, Elvis like, Manu. Like, really? yeah, Elvis Manu of late. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Elvis Manu. Uh, it's been like, iconic usually for, for clubs. So, yeah, mm. like usually the seven is given to one of the, the, the star players. Mm. But again, I, I'm with Ryan. Like, I don't I don't think he's, he's bad. I, I, I just don't think he's first not 11. Not for me, seven, personally. is he? Yeah, uh, or know, seven, yeah. He's more of a, like, you know, Kukurea replacement, should he go. I, I wouldn't mm. could give him... I, I think he's better left wing back. I think most football fans, uh, Brian fans now, agree he's yeah. better left wing back because he, he seems to be quite actually quite good at defending. He gets back quite well. But for, for yeah. a winger, I just, he doesn't really score very often, apart from in pre-season. And, and he, he only gets the odd assist here and there. I mean, the last goal he he's scored got no was in right November foot. 2020. He hasn't got a right foot. Yeah, he's just not he's just not that, like, you know, Sarmiento maybe in the next couple of years mm. maybe well, could have well, taken that seven. Yeah. So you were talking about, Ryan, about the um, wing-back. Was it last season when uh, he, before he got injured? He was like, um, do you remember he had that like, period yeah, where he was, no, unreal. was so unreal. Like, yeah, I'd so say he was good. arguably like our player of the month. Or player of the season. Player, yeah. player of the season at yeah, stages. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I agree 100%. If Kukure were to leave, I'd be more than happy for him to play left wing-back. I just don't think he's a, an attack. I, I feel like no. his end, final product as well, his crossing's not always the best. Um, mm. So, yeah. For me, no, no, I agree. I, I just don't think he's a, a seven. I, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe he probably won't even be it. But we've seen yeah. a couple of league numbers. I think Matoma's got twenty-two. I think Undav has number twenty-one. Potentially some into nineteen. 19 yeah. Um. So I, I see Sosa's changed. Three. Yeah, he's he's changed, changed like in three games. He went from like, yeah. what was it like? He went from like 
40 to 30 and then he went i don't know what he had against reading i can't really remember actually might have had yeah. like 20 or something what, what's yeah, strange about it. um what's strange about sarmiento's 19 is that actually on when nciso signed they said he was 19 so all of yeah. a sudden now he said it on the loose women weird. show didn't he <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah which is which is strange um but yeah I, I don't i'm not too fussed about going over it but we we have released new kits as well we've got the red one oh in the shit have yes. you, you didn't even clock it in fact, no, I'm gonna get <laughs> I it. did, but I've only so just like officially clocked it. <laughs> there you go. Um, Love that. So, so for those off. watching, is the the new away shirt crimson? But it isn't crimson, is it? It's orange. Uh, I, I really like it. I'm a big yeah, fan. I like yeah. it. You know, yeah, like I'm, if, a big, I'm a big if, fan. If like Sarmiento's wearing that looks good, or Azate. Um, Sarmiento the, could the, wear anything and look good. He could wear a palace yeah. shirt and look sexy still. There you no, go. It's right, full right. kit. I like it. I like the black trim. I think it looks yeah. cool. Yeah, but so. what I don't like is the home shirt. I, I just don't like the I don't like the H in it. I can't unsee it now. I've seen it. I don't know about you boys. It looks yeah. a lot better with the white shorts and socks. Like I, yeah. I absolutely hated it. And obviously, I love Norman Cook to death. But when he was wearing it, it did not look <laughs> good. If you're wearing it with jeans, you can't. If you're just walking in the street, you can't wear it. And people were saying like you can only yeah. wear it if you wear it as the full kit. And when full we saw it in white right shorts here. and white socks like Alzate, I was like, oh my god, that's a very sexy kit. And like I, it kind of hides the white H. I, I think I, that's the, that's the th- big thing for me as a playing kit, like with the, for the players and the squad, absolutely fine. But if you're going to wear it as a fan, mm. dead because yeah. just as a standalone t-shirt uh, shirt, <laughs> sorry, it's just dead. <laughs> I don't it's think dead. that's going to go back up. All right, oh, well, Ryan's having t-shirt <laughs> set problems. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, going back to the kit, um, I just yeah, I think as a as a home kit, like, like when it's full playing kit and the players are wearing it, I, I don't mind it. It's yeah. not not as bad. But when it's a standalone just shirt, I think it's a bit crap. And we got mm. memes as well. Crystal Palace found it. Oh, and memes, they, they, those were good memes. Well, the, which pissed yeah, me it was good when to be fair. Good it was meme. Good, yeah, it was good. They put the, uh, for oh, anyone who hasn't yeah. seen it, and for uh, yeah, people it. listening. It's it's like basically so I'm just found, found the I think it was Alzate wearing it and then just put S by the shirt yeah. and then IT next to it so obviously S-A-R-I-T. it was ori- it was originally Fatboy Slim that had the shit thing and then and then when I posted the Alzate thing so the Palace fan said it's still shit because I posted saying it looks uh, better yeah, yeah, yeah I saw so that we went semi they're clever well, got some good numbers to be fair on yeah that. They're, they're yeah I, but they can't talk the they they've got fucking Crayola written all over their shirts like, <laughs> it looks dead someone said it was Crayola or Crayola Palace or something like that. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, I mm, the new shirts are a bit meh. I, I hope the next season we move on from Knight because they haven't even announced that we've got Knight technically, have they? But I'm pretty sure, and I don't know, but I saw a rumor saying that Umbro were after us and oh. potentially could be next season. Depending, I think they've got to the Fucking 31st Umbro. of August to um, sort of yeah, like that's, that's dead. Umbro, that's dead. I, I don't know that what the so dead. technicalities are, but apparently if if Umbro outbid. Nike by the end of the by the end of August, I think uh, we could potentially have them for the season after this That's one. So dead. Which so I don't dead. know. But I don't see. I don't really know Umbro kits. You know, one one thing I will say on the Nike kits, though, I know you said you weren't a big fan, Ryan, or, or from what they produced. I think their training mm. kits are unbelievable. Yeah. Like yeah. their this, training, this is yeah, nice. like the training kits are sick. Um, mm. But yeah, the, the the shirts have been a bit, little bit underwhelming. But like I said, I'm a massive fan of the crimson one. Uh, obviously, the yeah. Hyper Turk I love. Um, and the home shirt, I'm not the biggest fan, but it's not horrendous. It looks better on the players than just yeah. the everyday bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, nice. I do like it, to be fair. It is nice. It's more orange, though. When people were selling it as red, it's not red. It's orange, oh, okay. Fair enough. I think. Yeah. Crimson, but like, that's, that's way more orange. Crimson. But yeah. Anyway, Crimson. enough about kits. 
Um, so there's been some transfer news as well. Uh, well, I say some. There's been quite a lot of transfer news. Mainly outgoing though, which is which is annoying. Obviously, Neil Mope has been linked with Italy move. Uh, I can't say the name of it. Salatina. Salernitana. Salernitana. Fifteen million pounds potentially. Um, apparently, basically, like the, basically like the Norwich version of uh, Serie A. They just go up and right. down. I think. Well, they're just right. destined so, for relegation, which is really strange. Why would Mope want to go there? If anything, exactly. I don't, I don't get that. I think yeah. he'll bag goals there, though. I feel like in yeah, Italy, he will. He'll, he'll get goals. He will. But then the the, the the team he's playing for aren't exactly good. I mean, if at no. least if he was playing sort of mid-table, at least he gets yeah. a bit of a chance. Yeah, but true. Playing for a, a relegation threat in Italian side. What's they the just got that? promoted as well. Mm. So, like, yes, yeah. it is very I, strong, be a very strange I, move. Unless he goes for monetary purposes, which is a good salary, and, you know, he gets yeah. a wedge of the transfer Probably fee. a nice place to live as well. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, location's probably nice. Uh, you know, standard of living would be pretty nice. But I, I, like you said, apart from that, I don't see any other benefits of you're playing mm. Premier League football pretty much week in, week out. Like, I reckon he'll still start either him and Orundav sort of fighting for that position up front. Well, um, that's what um, the thing was in the Athletic, wasn't it? That Undav's apparently in front of Mope for pecking order, um, right. according to, wow. I think it was Naylor's article. So apparently yeah. Undav's ahead of Mope, which is interesting considering, you know, he hasn't actually kicked a ball for us yeah. professionally mm. yet. So that would be interesting. Um, but obviously he's impressed in training. He's already scored in pre-season. His goal was pretty good, to be fair. Uh, took it early, smacked it into the box. What what I've actually been quite um, impressed by Undav with is how much power he gets in his shots. I've looked at some of his sort of his clips and stuff. He doesn't have much backlift yet. He seems to get quite a decent, powerful shot off, mm. and it normally hits the target as well. So maybe he will be a lot more clinical than we take credit for, and he actually will be a very, very good signing. It's just, mm. it's just like you know, when you sign a player from Belgium, you're just a bit like oh, I'm not putting you know, any pressure gonna... on him whatsoever. Like yeah, well, no, but there's ben, no pressure the on him to perform. Ben, if we sell Mope, the pressure's all on him to perform because we haven't got that. You know, we've got Recall well Ben. Conley, of course, mate. But... Get Conley back. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's true, though, isn't it? Bring the Vanessa if we get rid of Mope, yeah. If we get rid of Mope, then you know we've got fifteen million, fine. But we we'll probably need to replace him. I'd say because knowing, you know, knowing so us, we'll just be like, oh, we can just replace him with Evan Ferguson or something like that. It's like with the Basuma thing. Mm. I know we're linked with Florian Grealish or whatever his name is, but Potter yeah, came out yesterday true, saying. He was like, oh, midfield's really strong. Um, so uh, the other team, they'll fill in well for him. I was like, well, that kind of says that we're probably not going to replace him. It's just classic mm-hmm. Brighton to get this money. We've got presumed money. We're potentially getting money for Cucurella. Yeah, mate, we must be rich we, right now. <laughs> we've got the, but, but I know we spent money from the Ben White money on Cucurella and Wepu, that sort of thing. We've still got probably money left mm. over that. And you, we just don't really replace him with a first-team mm. player. It's always these youngsters that are kind yeah. of pushing for a place. Yeah, that, but that's, that's a strategy, isn't it? That's, that's thing. I, I, I get the strategy, and I rate the strategy. I like it. We're building for the future, and it's amazing. Yeah. However, we've got to think about the now. So, so like Ben said, Basuma's gone. That's huge. Like mm. that's like Whole he was arguably, this. yeah, he's arguably one of our best ever players, and you've just mm. let him go for a good for a pretty low fee, to be honest. If you actually got, mm. if you got away up, not for what we could have potentially got and mm. you're then just not replacing him and, 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 and look at the options there we've got what Alzate Caicedo um, who else we got in there obviously um, uh, what's it called injured Moda's injured for, for a long time like we just I feel like we, we are not we're quite stretched in that department um, I feel like we haven't got the depth that maybe Potter thinks but Potter knows well, way more than me and he knows better than well, me so mm. this is this is another point isn't it this morning um, obviously we've had the 
news that Teddy Jenks has moved on loan to Crawley Town, but more mm. more significantly, um, Mark Kukure has apparently handed in a transfer request, according to Fabrizio Romano, who has been so hit and miss with Brighton transfers. Not even just this season, to be fair. For Everyone the last couple of years, <laughs> he's been he's been quite hit and miss. This one, apparently, you know, apparently, if we were to go into the whole deal, because I wrote a big piece on it the other day as well, um, so I'm quite well informed on this one. I, I would say to me, I mean, apparently, Fabrizio Romano is close friends with the agent of Marco Correa, so whatever mm. he's going to be putting on is is via his agent, right? So he's essentially drumming up as best as he can. So obviously, that's understandable. But then, at the same time. If Kukurea has had a transfer request, surely then Fabrizio Romano is going to be first to know about it if he's so close with the agent and the player himself. I mean, if anyone's going to put it out first, it's got to be Fabrizio, right? So, I mean, he's dug himself a massive hole if this doesn't come off because he's been on it completely since the, since the window opened that City will get Mark Kukurea. He's an unhappy player. Then you've got Andy Naylor coming out saying he is an unhappy player. You know, at the same time, he wants to go to City, obvious reasons. You triple his money. He would be playing with one of the best teams in the world. Why wouldn't you want to go? League, yeah, literally. Yeah. But then at the same time, he wouldn't be unhappy to stay at Brighton. It's, it's just good sort of leverage for Brighton to have in the deal when the player's not unhappy to stay, but would like to go. It's not a bad yeah, situation. This, yeah. This, it's the transfer the, request that's got to me. I was just about, exactly about to say that. For me, the, if he if if the, the news is true that he's handed in a transfer request, that is worrying because usually when yeah. a player does that, that means they are ninety percent gone because they don't mm. you know they, they they've actively said to the club I want to leave. So you know, and when a player does that, the the club are sort of more likely to then all right we have to go and negotiate a price that everyone's happy with. So I think as soon as Man City hit the hit the threshold of what Brighton want, which apparently is more than the, I, I read uh, from mm. the Athletic that it's more than the fifty million that's Jeez. been quoted. You read from Vavil as well, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, I yeah I read that and I was like, okay, so what what are we asking for then? Are we asking for sixty? Are we asking for seventy? 70, like that's, 80, 90, yeah, like, that, who knows? that's that's mad. Like to think they probably would spend it, but at the same time, I'm sure there's other options that are I... cheaper and more less hassle. So. I would say, based on based on the information that's come out, uh, especially around since I got that gig with Vavil, is that if I, I just can't see it's going to be fifty million pounds, and we accept just just because we sold Ben White for fifty million, and English I tax. don't, I just English yeah, tax English fine, tax, but, yeah. but 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 Kukure is by far and wide better than Ben White, and I, I don't dislike Ben White by any means, but Kukure is one of the best players this club's seen ever. So to, to sell him for the same amount of money that an academy prospects come through as, I think would be would be crazy. I think I think it's um, different though because like Arsenal really needed Ben White. Uh, I don't yeah. think City massively like if they didn't sign Cucurella, like it wouldn't be the end of the world for them. And they've still got great yeah, players that no. fill in. They've got that youngster that's done really well in their recent preseason game. And well, even really put, liked they can put Cancelo left back and then put yeah, uh, exactly. Carl Walker right Walker. back. Like, Ake plays left back sometimes. Yeah, but I do think it, this domino effect has happened since I think it was last night or this morning when the Athletic reported that um, what was it that the City were like going to come away from the deal? They were going to take a step back. I feel I feel like maybe mm-hmm. Kukurella and his party have probably panicked and thought, "Shit, well, we got to the only option they've got to do is to push a move is to hand him a transfer request," and he's done mm-hmm. it. I think I don't know whoever released that bit of information with the Athletic or gave that away. It's definitely made them like Kukurella and his party panic. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, you can't blame him for wanting to leave. And I, and I think as well, if it's true that Romano is in pockets with or is in talks with uh, Kukurea's agent, it would make 
a million percent. It would make so much sense because I was a, it was a, mm. a tweet he did as well. Like he tweeted about Kukurai about thirty million times. But from one of the tweets, I remember quoting it off um, of our account, and it was like he's just clearly trying to engineer a move. Like the, the way he, he the way he structures his tweets and the way he 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 words certain bits. It's just so for me personally, so evident that he's trying to engineer a move for Kukurai, even though yeah, it's so he's, dodgy. He's not even, he's, it's yeah, so like, dodgy. I feel, and he's got so much pull. He's got so much influence mm. on the market that that is actually quite dangerous. Like, as someone mm. of that influence to be able to, it's like Elon things. Musk, isn't it? When he was crazy yeah, over Bitcoin about Bitcoin, and, yeah, he, and he could just exactly, yeah. manipulate it like that. He would say, "Look, everyone buy Dogecoin," and everyone bought Dogecoin, yeah. and it would just go like that. It was so so bad, really. Exactly, it's exactly. Surely, manipulation at some the point, market. some point there, he, he'll get like sued or something. Like if he's getting like money under the table from Kukurella's agent for the agent fees or whatever, just to like try and push the deal. Yeah, that's something. Something's dodgy about this. It I is thought, so yeah, dodgy. For I him to like tweet so much about the same shit, he tweets about personal agreed terms. About for the past sixty days, he's tweeted that I probably like fucking thirty times. Mm. It's the same mm. shit. Like, why would you have to keep repeating yourself? Yeah, there's no unless there's, you've got an incentive involved. I think I replied yeah. to his tweet yesterday, and he and he put on a, another update, which wasn't an update at all. It was just what he's been saying for ages. And I'm saying, why why tweet this if it's no update? There's no yeah. update, so don't say anything. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's so obvious that as soon as it goes a little bit flat, he wants to try and spark it back up again. And it's just you know. Historically, with Brighton and transfer requests, we haven't always given in when a, when a player hands in a transfer request. I mean, obviously, at a much lesser scale when Dale Stevens handed a transfer request for Burnley, when Fulham uh, went and Fulham and Newcastle actually went in for Lewis Dunk. Lewis Dunk even went as far to not actually play; he refused to play, refused to train, uh, didn't turn up to one of the league ga- league cup league games, cup I believe. Games, yeah. um, he he's had. You know, we, we've had multiple chances of these players. You know, Anthony Knockout was linked with uh, Newcastle when he was right on his form. You know, all of these teams were much, much bigger than us at that time. And yet we still managed to keep hold of the players. So transfer requests don't necessarily mean the player is going to go. It just means that they're going to get one way or another a big, big contract. I think that, you know, I don't think that Kukwe is unhappy. I think that he would he would just be... I would say given a much, much bigger contract to Brighton, should this deal not go through. That's what that's how my reading of it. And I yeah. think that Fabrizio is working with this PK guy to help that. I mean, even if Man City don't offer up the money, Kukwea will eventually get a new Brighton deal and it'll be, you know, top paid player. Which I think he deserves, it. to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And, and the final thing on, on Fabrizio from me. Uh do you see he's getting rustled or he's getting rattled by the Brighton fans? Yeah. <laughs> so good. It, it was so Crazy. funny. He started, he started like biting to like loads of replies going into everyone. Yeah, he's nibbling to everyone. He's like, Why don't you go do like why don't why don't you go become a reporter or something like that? Mm. I was like, mate. He's calling people mate. I was like that's when you know you're jet like your jar, like yeah, you're vexed when you're calling people mate. mate. His head was hot <laughs> last night for yeah, sure. He, yeah, was, yeah, for sure. his head was lost. Yeah. Brighton Twitter yeah. undefeated once again. Um Okay, so let's 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 ask the question very very blunt and, and an obvious. Then, do you think, in your opinion, Kukurea will leave come end of August? This I'll start. This is a Go tough on, one because I, I I was so sure that he's going to stay <laughs> prior to this morning, and then I saw the tweet. <laughs> then I saw yeah. the tweet from Romano, and I was like. God damn that Romano. Um, so yeah. yeah, I was so I was so I was adamant. I was like, he's not going to leave. Uh, it's all just paper talk. Obviously, there's, there's I'm not going to deny there's not an interest from City. Obviously, they are in negotiation. They, they've been trying to actively get him. There's no doubt about that. But 
uh, I was confident that, yeah, he's going to stay, give us at least another season, and then at the end of the season, review, see where he is. If we've, you know, qualified for Europe, amazing, he might stay another year. If we haven't, he'll probably leave, etc., etc. But now that I've seen, if he, if the, the news is true that he's handed a transfer request, I'm I, I very reckon worried. the the transfer request news will be true. I, I just yeah. think it adds up. Well, in, to be in true. that case, mm. in that case, I'd say the chances of him leaving are seventy five percent. Yeah, I, 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 say that I, some I was quite funny this morning. I was chatting to my friends, and then uh, I was like, "No, I think I think he's happy to stay. Obviously, he'd be happy to leave because he'd be playing for Pep and that." I think he'd be happy to do one more year. Literally 20 minutes later, my mate sends me a screenshot of saying, Cucurella's handed in a transfer request. So I was like, ah, classic. That was a great yeah. timing. Um, but yeah, I'll probably same as you, Maz. I think I'm more leaning oh towards God, that he is going now. Oh, here we go, boys. Uh, and literally just tweeted now 35 <laughs> seconds ago, Mark Cucurella hands in Brian transfer request from Andy Naylor. Um, oh, okay. So yes, he has handed it. I knew this was going to happen. I just had that gut feel. I just didn't want to say it and then get it wrong. So yeah. yes, it, it has it has happened. Um, so here we go. So Brighton anticipated this. Um, the smaller scale Harry Kane scenario pulling out here, very much as Brighton anticipated. Can't see their stance uh, shifting a centimetre unless City meet their valuation. So how I would take that is he's... Mm. I mean, Fab's right in what he said. Kukure obviously wants to go. But then again, you know, do, do we just have a situation now where it's an agent, agent war completely now? Um, who can get the most money? Will it's hard to. It's just hard to. It's like it's so different to previous transfer deals that we've had. Like this, City is so powerful. Fabrizio is so powerful. Like not only do City have loads of money that we know that anyway, but they've actually made mad profit this summer already. So, so we we should be able to squeeze out fifty million for him. They yeah, they can't sure. they can't be thinking that he's the same amount of money as Zinchenko because he's so yeah. much. He's you, you is a much better left back than. You can't and, uh, sign Zinchenko. Oh, sorry, you can't sell Zinchenko for thirty million and then get his replacement, who's meant to be an upgrade, for the same money. Mm. It just that doesn't make sense, like in any kind of market. But if, uh, finally, as well, from me, someone said I saw someone reply going, "Harry Kane didn't leave either." So there you go. So yeah, that could be yeah. a good omen. Well, I mean, I don't think that a transfer request means the player will leave. I just think it means no, it's exactly. it's a way of the of the player get, and the agent getting more money at the end of the deal. Yeah. I, I, regardless of how this goes, Kukure is going to walk out a very rich man compared to what he was not even six months ago. He, he's he's going to be a, he's so, going to be a rich guy and rich yeah, and yeah, deservedly so. He's a fantastic player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I personally, if I was a Brighton fan reading this, obviously it's a shame to see him do that. But at the same time, I would take your hate with a pinch of salt towards Kukure just because I think it would be largely instigated by the agents alike. I just I just don't think that it's it's Kukure walking into the office saying I want to leave. I want to get out of here. I don't want to be at the club. It's hey, more Gaffer, like I want to leave. It, it's more like look I've got I've got interest from the biggest club in the country. Please come we at least try and do something. In the world like, yes. you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Best club yeah. in the world. Um, anyway, moving on from Kukure, we spoke about that for quite a long time. He's going to be the um, most, he's going to be the podcast title once again. Don't hate on us. I know it's like the third eh, episode. I got that. We're turning into Fabrizio Romano, but yeah, on a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. don't hate on a podcast scale. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, but anyway, moving on to Florian Grilich. Um, this one's this one's an interesting one, you know, because apparently he's now sacked his agent that fell out with the club. Um, it was his dad. And the deal right? broke down, which was his dad. Yeah, I, I believe that's right. He, <laughs> it was his sacking dad. sacking your so that, dad. How awkward. Yeah. So apparently he's been, uh, uh, you know, his dad's been at the core of like a lot of the breakdowns in his negotiations. Apparently he had a, a deal with a couple of clubs and his dad's blown it for him. And apparently similar happened with Brighton. Although 
now that he sacked him, he even announced it on his Instagram saying that he's got a new agent. And all of a sudden, um, an Everton page put it out saying that, you know, they are interested, but it looks as though Brighton, according to this Everton guy's information, apparently Brighton are now favourites to land him. Um, guys, I, I, I don't know. I've looked him up and he looks a player. I've got to be honest. Yeah. Uh, he's got some insane stats as well. He looks like one of those players that you wouldn't have expected a bit of a like, you know, hidden gem sort of thing, even though he is like 26. In a way, on the, on the a videos I've seen, he literally has same, very, very similar traits to Basuma, the way he picks the ball up deep. Ooh. He's quite so technical. I was going to say Frankie de Jong. Yeah, fair he, enough. He reminds but, me of Frankie yeah. de Jong from Barca. But like, yeah, he picks it up deep, he run with the ball, he like does unbelievable passes. He's very similar to Basuma with the bits that I saw from him, which mm. would be good because Mwepu and Caicedo are not similar to Basuma. No. Caicedo's no. a bit, but they're not mm. like him. So I think in fact, ben, Grealish would be a really, make... really good replacement for him. Yeah, I agree. And Ben, we should make this a clip for Twitter just to say, because I've seen it a lot on Twitter, the Caicedo thing. So everyone says that Caicedo is the Basuma replacement. And I I just do not agree. I, I really, really don't agree. No, do and I don't want to put this on Twitter and just get bitten because people will be like, no, no, no. But I, I just don't think that Caicedo is anything like Basuma. I think he's a much better a uh, box to box and slash even attacking midfielder. Compared to someone that can anchor the whole midfield, yeah, like Basuma could, he could sort of do a bit of best of both worlds because he had Mwepu and Caicedo with him. But I just think Caicedo to anchor the entire midfield would be a big ask of him. Um, I think he's so much better just sort of running up and down. Same with Mwepu. And then you've got sort of McAllister who can cover. But I just think that Grilich, I looked him up, he's, he can play anywhere across a back three. Um, and he can also play in holding midfield. And yeah. despite being naturally a holding midfielder, he played the entire season last season in defence. So, you know, he sort of covers two for one deal here because obviously we're looking at that left side of defence. Grilich can cover there, equally can cover midfield for Basuma. It's a bit of a win-win over the Burn and Basuma situation where we've lost two players and we're saying we need a replacement. So he just seems like an obvious choice. And once again, saying how well-run Brighton are, this is a prime example of another player in the machine that we seem to pull out of the bag. But I just hope that the deal comes off because he really, really does look good. And the, fo- the football yeah. hipsters like him, and if football mm. hipsters like him, then he must yeah. be good. Then I like him. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I was about to say I, I, I quite I haven't actually seen him like I'll be honest, I haven't seen him play, but I've done a bit of research on him in terms of like stats and that kind of stuff. And like in his in one season, I know this is in the second division of Germany, but he. Um, He's played 31 times, scored nine goals, six assists, which is for a DM slash defender, that's pretty good. Solid. Um, and, and, and he's played Champions League football. He's played Euro, Europa League football. He's played in the Bundesliga. He, you know, and he's, he's played in the top Austria level. a lot as well. Exactly. Mm, exactly. He's, he's played yeah. 30, yeah, 33 times for Austria as well. Yeah. Like, I, I just feel like he's he's played at a higher level, which is what you want. You want someone to basically be like, you know, aspire to play at that level. And you've already got someone who's done it, so they can sort of speak for himself. And he's 26 mm. as well. So I feel like, yeah, he'll be a great replacement for Basuma. Obviously not the same, um, but he's, he can, like you said, Brian, as well, he can play multiple positions. So just in case we get an injury at centre-back, you know, Webster gets injured again, he can slot mm. in. And then if we want uh, someone to play for Basuma, I think, alongside I think, Placedo, I think Matt Clark's off. Naylor seems to tweet about him like being on loan or going to, I think it was Watford, we'll link with him. Um, mm. And I, I think we'll be keeping Van Heck, which is good, because I, I, I surely Duffy will be off. Um, so I yeah. guess you could look at it as like Van Heck comes in for replacing Burn almost because obviously we never really filled him in. If Duffy mm-hmm. leaves him, this Grillish guy seems like he could probably fill in for mm-hmm. that role as well whilst playing DM mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. he, does, he does look good. Um, and also there's a couple more links. So Joel Perot was linked from Swansea. Who? This one was a bit more of an outside... Mate, 
don't who him because I, I looked know, him up apparently he's good and I was like who <laughs> honestly he looks unbelievable and I, as soon as I watched the video of him I was like my god we need to sign this guy and I got my hopes up and like typical 40 year old boy fa- fashion <laughs> god's sake in typical sort of 40 year old boy fashion I was like my god he looks so good we need to 22, sign him 22 young striker and, mate he's Mate, he's scored he's 21 goals so in the championship last season. Like, yeah, 22. For, 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 for a team, Swansea, I'm, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they finished like mid-table-ish. Yeah, like, they, weren't yeah. really, they weren't really, you know, in and around it. I could be wrong. But oh, 72 sure rated with 79 potential, lads. We're on to a winner there. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh, but no, he's, yeah, for me, 21 goals in 41, 44 games uh, yeah. last season in the championship, mm. which is, we all know, like, championship's not exactly an easy league. Uh, that's Ronnie, Ronnie as well you know Which... yeah exa- exactly exactly so mate uh, uh, and he's 22 years of age like he's so much room yeah, for development he, was, he does and... look so good um, yeah. I think what I looked at was I found an information piece on him and it was to do with Dan Ashworth apparently he's a Dan Ashworth pick um, and apparently Brighton were just sort of asking the agent whether he's available before Ashworth snaps up for Newcastle or at least inquires for him um, so I don't know whether how true that is, but apparently that's the case in that I think situation. That, I think Newcastle beyond the uh, Joel Peru. I think they'll be looking yeah. higher than him now. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. My, my, I think it's my, just an Ashworth thing. I think. My question would be is, first of all, if we were to sign him, does he come in as a starter? Does he come in as a backup? Does he, you know, Mope is he there just for yeah, it was the more, squad? I think it came out when Mope was linked away. So it was more like, yeah, right, okay. I'd say Mope replacement. replacement. So I'm just looking okay. at the championship table for last season. Swansea finished 15th. So to get that many goals for a team that finished 15th, yeah, that's, that's mad. That's yeah, really that's mad. That's mad. That's mad. That's mad. And also just fi- finally on the striker situation as well. Um, what's going on with Zakiri? Is he, because I've, I've seen he's Alone, potentially going out on loan. Alone again, him, him and Donut, him, well, and Donut will go hopefully on a permanent. Um, Karbofnik will be on loan again. Sherpin's going out on loan and Kozlovski is going out on loan as well. Yeah, yeah. and That's if right? doesn't yeah, get sold. Karbofnik might be a perm, yeah. yeah. He's been a colossal a sort of flop, hasn't he? It was, it's mad actually how much he, he has flopped. Got, he never got to play um, though, to be fair. No, it's a shame. He made an appearance against Leicester, didn't he? Yeah, he looked good in that game, I thought. Gave him the number six shirt as well, which was crazy. That was putting a lot of faith in him. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, shame. But anyway, um, moving on then. So I think we've pretty much covered all of the transfers. Well, it's more fair, of like what, so I put this down as more to like the of the question, like how do we think it's been? And I'll start to make you guys obviously have a little think. Yeah, so, by all means. I think, because I, I put a poll on it last week. I was saying like, how do, what do we think? Has it been a bad window so far? Has it been a good window so far? Has it been average? They, a lot of people said it was average, which I totally agree. Um, it has been average. We brought in Simon Adingra, Ading- who was one of the best players on the pitch when we played against him and sent him out <laughs> alone. Um, and then we've brought in Julio and Ciso, who we tried to get in January and obviously only just now signed in the summer, which wasn't really a surprise because we all knew that we were going to go back in for him. Um, he's lit, potentially going to go out on loan, but it looks like we're probably going to stick with him this summer, which is cool. But he's not a first team. He's not going to be going into that 11 straight away. It looks like he'll be on the fringes. And I know we've said it already this, already, it'll be already this episode, sorry. If we actually sign a player that will be a first-team player, like guaranteed first-team player, then it'll be a bit more of a better window. But right now, it's very average, considering we've lost Basuma, haven't replaced him, might lose Cucurella and not really link with anyone to replace him either. And knowing us, mm-hmm. we'll probably just put Solly March left wing back. And So what would you rate out of 10, Ben? The, the uh, 10 or well, 6, maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Why don't you take over now? What yeah, do you reckon? Yeah, got... Uh... See, I think if we lose Kukrera and don't replace him, I would be 
I would be kind of worried, especially if we lose Mope as well. Because if we lose Basuma, Kukure, and Mope in one season, in one window, and don't replace any of them, and then we're reassured that it's okay because we've got like an 18 year old that's going to fill their boots, I would be kind of worried. Um, so yeah, in that sense, it's a it's a low rating. But saying that, the players that we have signed are do look pretty decent. I, I think Undav does look all right. Depends on obviously how he hits the ground running in the Premier League. Uh, we've already covered Adingra. Matoma could be a bit of an underrated one based on how he's performed in pre-season. He does look quite good. Um, whether he's you know Premier League level or not, we'll see. Um, it, it's just a shame because they're all sort of like unknown, so we can't say you know oh yeah Matoma's going to be brilliant or you know he's proven it at so and so, so he's going to do this. It's just a bit like we've got to hope that the players you signed are going to be good. Um, but yeah, I think it depends on how we deal with Kukurea. I think if we keep him, good. I'd say it's a solid six or seven, maybe even a little bit higher because retaining him, admits, you know, City interest is, is difficult. Um, but if we if we do lose Basuma and Kukurea in the same window, I will be, I'd be inclined to say about four or five, to be fair. Mm. It just depends on if we sign any replacements, I think. Well, my friend just yeah. made a really funny joke about Kukurea because <laughs> they're just in the chat, they posted that Andy Daly has announced that he's had a transfer request. My friend that works at the training ground, he was like, don't worry, lads, I'll just lock him in the spa. He won't be leaving. <laughs> <laughs> just keep, like, just please, keep, just keep him in there. Please. Yeah. What about you, man? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with both of you. Like, Not to sort of to harp on too much, but yeah, similar to you both um, in terms of, I think it's been pretty average. I'd even border on poor. I, I'm much more sort of the lower end of the scale um, just because I feel like, yeah, Basuma going, we haven't had a like for like replacement come in, and he was a big, he's a big, big loss. Like like I've said, you know, best ever midfielder. Uh, obviously, I was disappointed to see Ostergaard leave as well. I felt like he could have done something at the club. I just feel like he he potentially didn't get uh, a fair chance as well, considering like, good deal like though, like ten mil for him when he hasn't, yeah. hasn't made a first team appearance or something like that. No, that's fair, but I feel like at the age of twenty two, you know, and it, what going to Napoli like he's. He's obviously well regarded. Like for a team like Napoli to come in for him and, and take him, mm. I feel like have we missed out a little bit there uh, and not given him a fair chance? Uh, especially like like we said, like with Duffy leaving, um, also with Matt Clark going out on loan or, or leaving permanently. Burn not not replacing Burn. Obviously you've got Van Heck, but I feel like we could have maybe kept him just for, for that depth. So yeah, I, I'm I'm not and and Undav as well. Uh, my I'm judgment still out on that one. I'm still a bit like, is he going to score the goals? Uh, and I was disappointed with Dingle going out alone as well. So, yeah, I'm going to go with, I'd say, five, uh, sort of four or five, to be honest. I, I'm not... Yeah, Who just hired it after this, yeah. after this news of Kukurea? It's, 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 it's difficult. Just, it's just like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Especially, with, yeah, if Kukurea leaves, definitely a four. I mean, this has come if out Kukurea like literally stays, seven or eight minutes ago. This, that's why it's yeah. so difficult. But if Kukurea sort. stays, I'll give it a five to be nice. Just but transfer windows run, are meant yeah. to be fun. They're meant to be you're meant to see yeah. new faces. You're meant hey, to like, have new players that are going to play for your team. Unfortunately, if I was a Spurs fan, if I was a Spurs fan, I would be buzzing. Like yeah. they've had and an unbelievable me. window. They've had yeah. such a good window. And Nottingham Forest may have been areas. unbelievable too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I was a Forest fan, I'd be very happy right now. Palace even have had a very good window, and it's a shame because Palace are getting better. And a lot of the teams around mid-table are getting better too. Mm. And and we're looking at selling potentially three of our best players and I'm relying on players that we don't necessarily know are going to be good. I think that's the 
the one that's hard to to support. It's just I, I just I honestly honestly think we really do need a Basuma replacement, and I don't I think if we go into the season without a Basuma replacement, we will be much much lighter than I think our fans. We've got less for. just over a week before our first game of the season. Yeah, I, I just think it's it's, it's a very dangerous gamble to go into it. I think Grillich would be a great signing because he does look like he's got it. He's got it. Full stop. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. I just don't know with the Kukurea thing too. And if we don't get hold of Greenwich, I would be kind of concerned as to like. Even if we sign know. him, even if we sign him, he has had a pre-season with the club. He's been a free agent, unless yeah, he's obviously. Yeah. You can say he's been sure doing he's been training personal training. Tri- yeah, of course, but it's not yeah. nowhere near the same as what but working no, yeah. with the team for a summer. Yeah, yeah, it's right. gonna be it's gonna be tough. Anyway, uh, let's let's put it on a well. Hopefully, like <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna go. Uh, Premier League predictions and Brighton predictions. I, honestly, sure. I I I've been shaken up by the fact that Kukure could potentially be going. So that's completely changed everything. Um, is this is this sent in from James Ben? Because this is your segment here. I'm reading. I'm yeah. No, I put, I put his name. Yeah, yeah. I put his name um, in to read. So this, is, this has been sent by James, um, who's you know top lad. Um, yeah. He's asked for a top scorer, star man, surprise package, most improved, breakthrough youngster. And final league position, we can sort of go through them one by one, but like sort of quicker. Um, yeah, let's quick yeah, fire do thing. Quick fire. Do you mean to um, so do I think we do that fire. instead. I'll quickly do. Okay, my you do your quick fire first. Um, maybe quick fire it because I wrote it down. Frig. Um, insert uh, elevated music right now. Quickly, fuck me. It's gone from quick fire. To okay, here we go. Got it. All right. Um, <laughs> quick so fire pending. If he doesn't get injured, <laughs> top goal scorer will be Danny Welbeck. Um, Starman will be Moises Caicedo because Kukurel will probably go. Surprise <laughs> package, I think, will be JP Van Heck, Jean Paul Van Heck. Uh, I think most improved will be Solly March. I think he will push on again this year. Uh, breakthrough youngster, that's got to be Jeremy Sarmiento. He looks like unreal. And this, oh, mate, he, he just looks like an absolute baller. And I'll stick to what I said towards the end of last season. I think we'll finish 13th. Okay. Okay. Nice. Go on, Mas. Are you going next, Ryan? Or are you no, you match, you shoot. Okay, cool. Top scorer, I'm going to go with, just because we've got no one else and I definitely don't agree with Welbeck, I'm going to go with <laughs> Undav. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Undav as top goal scorer. Star man, I think, depending on... Kukurea. Well, yeah, if he stays, Kukurea. <laughs> if not, either Caicedo or Trossard, I think okay. will be star men. Um, surprise package, I think I'm going to go with Mac. Big Mac, McAllister, or uh, Samianto. Samianto. I'm giving two for, the, for each one of these. Uh, most improved. Uh, who's most improved? It's a tough one. I'm trying to think. Who will kick on from last season? Uh, I'll come back to that one. Uh, breakthrough youngster. I'm going to go Van Heck for this one. I feel like he might get, get given a chance if there's some injuries and stuff. Um, or Enkiso. I'll go mm-hmm. with that as well. And then final league position. I'm going to stick with it. We're going to get conference league. So whatever position that is, is that eighth? I want to say. You still think or we not? will? Yeah. Yeah, conference league. league. What Come the fuck, man? That's crazy. Come on, conference no, league. Let's go. Jesus. Fair enough. Yeah. I, okay. We need some um, <laughs> top scorer. Uh, I'm going to go Trossard or Mope, depending on if we keep hold of him. Um, star man. I'm going to say Basum. I'm joking. I'm going to say... I think... Oh god, that's actually hard, you know. Um, I'm just gonna rattle over and say Sanchez. Uh, surprise package. I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna agree with Van Heck. I think he will be actually good. I think he'll be very, very good actually. Um, most improved, I think, will be 
Mm. Who was sort of mid last year that could actually be good? Mid. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to say Mwepu just because I think he won't get injured as much. I think he'll adapt to like the English game a little bit more. I think that was why he got injured a lot, uh, the physicality. So I'm going to say Mwepu for most improved purely on injuries. Mm-hmm. And breakthrough youngster and CISO is a good shout. Um, I think Van Heck's also a good shout, you know. Um, but Simon, I'm, I'm going to say Van Heck for breakthrough youngster as well, just because he is only 21 or 20 years old. So it's crazy that he's even being linked with our first team now. And finally, position, I'm going to go 11th, I think. Fair enough. Um, nice, nice, yeah, nice. I think that's, yeah. Um, I think, boys, I think that's everything, right? Well, I, I don't oh, think frame got... predictions. Cause people oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so I, I might as well go. Then uh, top six. So it's going to go Man City, Liverpool, okay. Spurs. Then just by default, because all the rest are pretty shit, Chelsea. <laughs> then I've got two more. Uh, uh, let's put Arsenal in fifth. And then Man United in sixth. Yeah, I but, agree. I don't know. To be honest, I think I might agree with that top six yeah. as well. Pretty Tony, Mar- yeah. Tony Marshall Spoiling. season, apparently. They're Tony giving him Marshall. one. My brother was like, I'm giving him one more year. He's got one more chance. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Do you remember that he had a Ballon d'Or clause in his contract? Did he? Uh, oh, that's yeah, embarrassing. Yeah. That was, is that the no famous? Way. Yeah, it was that the famous sort of like thing to come out of oh, the contract? I didn't even know was, that. Uh, yeah, he had a Ballon d'Or clause. Uh, unless that was like fake news. I might have got done for fake news, but Maybe. I'm pretty sure that was real. And also, speaking of one more chance, and I know we like to mention him, but Aaron Connolly has gone to Venezia. In, in a recent interview, he came out and said yeah, that he wanted fair. to remove himself from the circle that he was in in England, yeah. which I really, really respect. Shows maturity, and it yeah, just hopefully, same. this is why I'm giving him one more chance. Hopefully, <laughs> Venezia, he'll really push on. And, you know, he's, got, he's surrounded by different people, a different circle. Um, I think, yeah. Hopefully the distractions won't be there that no. obviously drag him all, down and all, until all jokes his... aside and I, I know we I know we give him a really tough time on this podcast, like between us. But like all, all sort of jokes and sort of, you know, digs aside, I genuinely want him to do well. Like yeah. for every yeah. Brighton player that comes through the ranks, like I want but if you're gonna self destruct and you're gonna do things off the pitch that are not gonna help your career, yeah. it's tough to it's tough to defend <laughs> you. So we just like if he starts banging in goals and his personality changes and he, and you know he, he basically matures because let's be real he's just young and immature at the moment. If he matures into a player we think he can be, then I'm all for it, mate. Keep like fucking smash it, go out and smash it. It's just if you're then gonna go to Italy and fuck about as well, then it's like what's the point? Like, you said it best, Ryan, yeah. the other day. You said actions speak louder than words. Just yeah, back those words and really fucking knuckle down and do bits yeah. at Venezia. Then yeah, so, I agree. I think it's all well and good saying it, and I hope for his sake he does sort himself out. But obviously, pulling yourself away from the circle—it's obviously been yeah, toxic. It's the first, yeah, the first yeah, yeah. big step. So fair yeah. play to him for doing that because it does take a lot to sort of cut that out of your life and say, Do you know what, I am yeah, focused exactly, on improving. Exactly. So yeah, you got to got to respect that. Um, but no, yeah, no, sure. um, I think that's oh, it, boys. Final one for me. Moves. Final one for me. Go on. Uh, last week, um, sorry, this week even on Monday because it feels so long ago. Uh, I did yeah. BT lie detector test. So essentially, oh, really? I was asked questions. Yeah, so I was, I was asked questions, um, and a few Brighton questions were in there. So what, I'll give you. I'll quickly give you the the questions, and then you answer it, and then I'll I'll tell you what what I what I said. Okay. So the three Brighton related questions were: first one was, is Trossard a better player than Wilfred Zaha? No. Ben. No. Okay, uh, and then we can go into depth if you want. And then second question was: Is Crystal Palace a bigger club than Brighton? No. Yeah. 
Okay, interesting. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. And then the final one was uh, what's the final one? What's the final one? Uh, oh, I can't remember the final one now. But okay, interesting. Let's go quickly back to the second one then. So is is Crystal Palace a bigger club than Brighton? So interesting. I said yes as well. Ben said yes, and Ryan said no. So Ryan, you go first, and then me and Ben will explain why. I don't, I just think we're about the same. But then I suppose. If you're going back on like whole history, yeah, then maybe you yeah, can put up this, that. That's what but that's I literally now, what I was thinking. I think now yeah. we're we're a much bigger club than we were five, even ten years ago. Mm. So I'd say we're about the same now. But then, yeah, that's you know, the thing. Back that, then, then maybe yeah, people take that question with different being. meanings. Yeah, people like yeah. people will yeah, read that. You can interpret it differently. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Interpret differently. And I interpreted yeah, it as yeah. that's why I gave them the edge because yeah, right now we're on 100 literally on par. If not, we're probably yeah. maybe better run. You could argue that's. That's, that's maybe exactly that's me being biased, to be fair, but to be history fair, in that. Palace have pulled it back together recently. I, I always give yeah. them credit yeah, for that. Fair enough. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, and then final final one was, um, is is Graham Potter a better manager than Patrick Vieira? 100%. Easy. Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah, easy, easy. And Joel, if you're watching this, Joel Bayer, if you're watching this, mate, he's trying to dig me out. He's like, what, Patrick Vieira is better than oh, Potter? Like, it's because he's a gooner, like, isn't it? Per, yeah, I was like, obviously. Obviously Put that on Twitter because that'll actually be interesting. Yeah. To see oh, mate, honestly, yeah, the, the, the three Except questions that. were brilliant. They were really brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and also as well, I, I obviously recorded it as well. So what I'll do, Ben, I'll... Um we can talk about this after, but yeah, I, I can get the clips together and we can oh, yeah, put that so, on yeah, our so social media. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, 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 cool. Nice. Maybe, maybe, right. just wait, maybe we could wait until that's fair. That might be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Out, it's, out, uh, it's out on Monday, so yeah. Cool. No harm in waiting. Love that. Cool. Um, do you know what, actually, just, just before we finish, I think those quickfire things would be quite good to do. Or not on a weekly basis, but something like that. Just just yeah. to, like, just to something a bit different, a bit of a segment. Oh, we just do a little oh, quickfire. It makes, you, it makes yeah. you think. I think it's quite cool. Um, yeah, no. But yeah, yeah, that sounds quite good, actually. It's what, it's what I do, anyway. Ryan, mate. It's what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maz, bring him, back, bring him out. Put, put yeah. Maz's quickfire around or something. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll do it every week. Or every no, I, like, week. I like it. I think, yeah, like you said, it's a good, good, uh, good format. It, 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 it drives the bait. Well. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, boys, I think that's about everything. I think uh, unless something dramatically happens today, it looks yeah. like Kukurea has handed a transfer request, yeah. and we're basically all on our knees to hope he doesn't leave. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Make sure you keep streaming if you are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and if you are on YouTube and watching us, please do give us a like and subscribe as well. We've been the boys on Seagull Social. We'll see you in the next one for the new season against Manchester United. Peace. Peace. Goodbye. Peace.